Today on episode 372 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, do you save your login passwords in Chrome? Bad idea. Today we're going to get them out of there and just make them into a nice little list that you can do all kinds of things with. Another episode of The Computer Tutor Tips, Tricks, and Advice from a Computer Pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Good morning, and welcome back to the Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and on this podcast, I like to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And don't worry about trying to understand a bunch of computer techie terminology, big complicated words, because we don't allow that kind of thing here. Just plain English. My days are spent working on computers, recording podcasts, and playing with my dogs. And for the computer repair, I have clients all over the country because I can just remote in and fix just about anything. That means I can fix your computer without you having to bring it anywhere. So whatever your computer needs, just give me a call, 727-254-9078, or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. Today's tip can be seen at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 372. So let's get started. (laughs) Here's a concept to think about. Convenience is always at war with security. Think about what that means. Convenience is at war with security. Here's an example. If you wanted to secure the front door of your house so that it would be just about impossible for someone to break in, what would you do? Well, the regular lock, of course, and a deadbolt lock. You could even have more than one deadbolt lock, because the more locks you have, the more secure it is, right? I know it sounds kind of silly, maybe even a little paranoid, but what if you had like 10 deadbolt locks on the front door of your house? That would be highly secure, yes, but it would also be really inconvenient. I mean, every time you get home, you have to get out 10 keys and unlock all those deadbolt locks. So yes, you would have high security, but very low convenience. Now, what if we went to the other extreme? What would be the absolute most convenient way for you to get in your house when you get home? Well, the most convenient would be to not have any locks on the door at all. No keys at all to worry about, right? In fact, let's just not even have a front door at all. You don't even have to turn the knob. All you got to do is just walk right in. So that would be extremely convenient. But now you have zero security, because if you can just walk in freely, so can anyone else. So what we have to do is come to some kind of compromise, a regular lock, maybe an additional deadbolt like most doors have. So yeah, it takes you a minute to unlock the door, but it's not terrible. And yet it's fairly good security since someone would have kind of a hard time breaking in. All right, so where am I going with this? Well, the ideas of convenience and security also apply when you're using your computer. When you visit your bank's website and it asks you to log in with your email address and a password, well, that's kind of an inconvenience, especially when the password is a really strong one 
which means you can't remember it very easily. Of course, the convenient thing would be to not require any password. But that's just like leaving the front door off of your house. You don't want anyone just to be able to get into your bank account online. So Google Chrome, the web browser, has this feature where you can visit a website, and once you enter your login information, Chrome will ask you, hey, do you want me to save this password for you? And of course, a lot of people say yes, because who wants to type in a password every time? But remember, Chrome is making it convenient for you. That means it is also less secure. Your passwords that are saved in Chrome are just there in plain text. If your laptop gets lost or stolen, or someone hacks into your computer, or if you allow someone to remote into your computer because you think they're Microsoft tech support, anyone that has access to your computer can click into Chrome and see all of your passwords right there in plain sight. So there's lots of convenience, but really bad security. That's why I recommend you never save your passwords in Chrome, or any other web browser for that matter. The way I save my passwords is with a service called LastPass, which works in conjunction with Chrome because it's a Chrome extension, but it's secure. But that's a topic for another episode. If you want to set up LastPass to store all your passwords, I can help you with that. But before you go in and delete all your passwords from Chrome, you're going to want to export them to a list so that you know what they all are. And that's what we're going to learn to do today. How to export all of your passwords that are saved in Chrome. And as you might guess, you can see all of these steps with full screenshots over at my website at computertutorflorida.com slash 372. So here's how you do it. First, you open Google Chrome. Then you look up in the top right area and click on the three dots. And in the drop-down menu, click on Settings. When you scroll down just a bit, you'll see a section called Passwords. Click on that. Now, before you do anything else, look at where it gives you the option to save passwords. You want to click that to the left, to the off position, because we don't want Chrome to save any more passwords. Now, look down a little further, and you'll see where it says Saved Passwords. And below that is the list of all the passwords you have saved already. But you want to look directly to the right of where it says Saved Passwords, and you'll see another little icon that's the three dots. Click on that and choose Export Passwords. Now Chrome is going to ask you for your Windows password. That's the thing you type in every time you turn on your computer. If you don't have a Windows password, just leave it blank and click OK. Now you get the option of where you want to save this list of passwords. And you can save it anywhere you want, but the important thing is to remember where you saved it so you're able to go back and find it again. Now, the file name is going to be Chrome Passwords. Of course, you can change it if you want, but that's what it is by default. Some people change that file name to something different so that anyone that gets on your computer won't be tempted to open it. So instead of calling it Chrome Passwords, you could call it something like My Favorite Nickelback Songs or something like that. You know, something that no one would ever be interested in. That part's up to you. Now click Save, and that's it. You have now created a document, a spreadsheet actually, that contains all of your usernames and passwords. Well, maybe not all of them, but all of the ones that are saved in Chrome. Now you can check it by going to wherever you saved it, in the Documents folder, on the desktop, wherever you put it, and double-click to open it. If you have Excel installed on your computer, 
the file will probably just open in Excel. If you don't have Excel, you might instead have LibreOffice, which means that the password spreadsheet can open up in the program called Calc. If you don't have either one, you can get LibreOffice for free at LibreOffice.org. It's kind of like Microsoft Office, but it doesn't cost anything. So now that you have this list, you can go back into the Passwords section in Chrome and delete all of them. Or better yet, use that newly created list to import all of those passwords into LastPass. That's what I use because it's both secure and convenient. And of course, if you need any help with any of this, I'm just a phone call or an email away. And on my other podcast right now, a pretty amazing story about my guest, Jeff. When he was 16, one of his classmates was murdered. Police came and interrogated Jeff, and after a long session with a lie detector, Jeff confessed to the murder. He was convicted, and he spent 16 years in prison. Only one problem with that story. He didn't do it. You can hear Jeff talk about what happened, including why he would confess to a murder that he didn't commit, as well as the amazing things he's doing today, on my other podcast called What Was That Like? You can listen to it on any podcast app or at the website at whatwasthatlike.com slash 78. As always, I love to hear from you. You can always email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line. That's 727-386-9468. And you can leave a recorded message there anytime, day or night. And that's it for this episode. But I'm going to be right back here in two weeks with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless. Don't you hate it when someone answers their own questions? I sure do.